0: on maynard.com.au A-U! It's time to get on the stump. It's Bunga Bunga! Hey, tick all the boxes below the line because it's Bunga Bunga!
1: Election special number 27. Not that we've done 27 election specials,
0: but will you get the idea? Coming to you direct from the Madame Fru-Fru Cafe where there's a lot of backing up going on. It's a toilet roll company backing up there, Tim. We don't want to see too much of that. Get the job done, get the hell out of here. Coming to you live from Glebe Point Road where the phones are ringing. (coughs) Not ringing as much as we thought they'd be ringing, actually, our switchboard's gone dead. Probably because we haven't got an operator. Australia is being asked the big question. An election has been called, Tim. And tell me, it's a tough question, it's a two sided contest. Will you be voting for Bronski Beat or the Communards?
1: Definitely Communards. Bronski Beat were good, they sort of opened a few doors. But the Communards, they were purely inspirational. they put commune and nards together. I can understand why Jimmy
0: Somerville would name himself after that leftist French collection of people that it did not end well for. If you look up the communards, the political movement, it did not, uh, the whole French army thing, just not good.
1: Yeah, it never works out with the French.
2: I really, really love the French.
0: On today's show, we'll have crankmail. The crankmail. Tim's got a new wheelchair, a sound effect request, and other stuff... That we can only hold close to our chest. Look,
1: let's cut this farce out right now. That's right, and you know what you can hold close to your chest. It's like that, except less pink. It's like that, it's like that, so heat it up. We're in election fever, election mode, going uh, extremely well for everybody. I think everybody's going to win. When yeah, people it's only say, been gone for two days, Tim. Yeah, people say, who's going to win? I say, politics
0: is the winner. My uninformed opinion, of which you'll be hearing plenty of in Bunga Bunga 27, it goes like this. Liberal Party, we spend less than Labor... Labor, we love you all and we'll make things better for you with the social services and we're not mean like the Liberals. Is that basically the summing up of the entire campaign?
1: That's what they like to say. Of course, we now have seen that the Liberal Party is spending more than Julia Gillard, more than Rudd, more than any government ever, more than Peter Abbott. Well, are you talking in total dollar terms or percentage-wise? Percentage of GDP. How matter Amo- that happen? Because you know how they made promises, but also because they don't really care because they know what everybody else knows, which is Australia is still the lucky country. While people are still doing it tough in places, as far as holding the place together, there will be money tomorrow only because there's money today. We have a big bunch of holes of gold and coal in the ground and also toys. We can bring toys out of the ground. Australia will be fine, Maynard.
0: If you are listening for this show, Bunga Bunga 27, for financial advice, I must warn you that in one show, Tim told you to spend all your money. The next show, he told you to hoard gold. Do not use any of the advice in this show for financial speculation.
1: Spend all your money on gold.
0: As you know, we've been trying to get politicians onto the show, but for two reasons, this hasn't happened. One, they're not all that funny, usually. But number two, they haven't come. We haven't heard back from Tanya Plibersek, and now that she's potentially going to be the Deputy Prime Minister, I don't think she's going to be coming on our show in a hurry.
1: The only person who calls back repeatedly is Barnaby Joyce, and <laughs> I just let it go straight through to Message Bank. Hello,
2: Dolly. Well, hello, Dolly.
0: We thought maybe... We should get into the game here because obviously everyone's going to be talking elections. We are right behind the Pirate Party. <music> We are right behind the Arts Party. I personally am behind the Social Alliance because I like a good stir. I even met Zane Alcorn was the Socialist Alliance candidate for Newcastle. I hope he'll be standing again because it's a name, Zane Alcorn. You can't
1: forget a name like Zane. It's great. Zane and Alcorn is also good. great thing about the Arts Party is uh, they are running a couple of candidates. Well, <laughs> and, and our food has arrived here. How's things today?
2: Good, good. Very busy.
0: Well, have any, had any troublesome customers here today, have you? No, no. Had any loud customers, one in a wheelchair, the other? the one not in his right mind yet. Yeah. Look, she's got a job to do, Tim. I shouldn't be bothering the poor person.
1: <laughs> That's right. I've got to say, I love the roller skates. It is pretty good, you
0: know, and it isn't even a 50s diner. I think she just wears them to work on the bus.
1: It's a big cafe, cafe proof fru you got to get from one end to
0: the other as fast as you can. I'd like to actually screen some movies here sometime. Stick a screen down that end and put... I don't know. Not without my daughter. That'd be just great. A few drinks, not without my daughter. Or a very moving episode of Different Strokes, maybe. Now
2: the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you, may not be right for some.
1: What we need is more social commentary in films. You look at a movie like One Flow the Cuckoo's Nest, it shone a light into a place where nobody had really given much speculation at all, and that was places where we send people regarded as mentally unfit to mix with the rest of us. Consider Bunga Bunga
0: 27 as a podcast audio version of going off on that fishing boat in the scene from One Throw of the Cooker's Nest. It's me and Tim on a boat not knowing what we're doing.
1: Having no idea what we're doing, we're having a great time. And you can both call us doctors. The Arts Party is running one candidate I do know of Anthony Ackroyd, comedian, debonair oh, rouseabout. It's here in oh. in New South Wales in Anthony Albanese's seat. That'd be around the Marrickville area, wouldn't it? I don't really care. Good luck to all of them. It'd be great if both of those guys was in Parliament. Oh, and, of course, the question everyone's thinking,
0: Tim, you have ran for Parliament a number of times in a number of elections. What about this time, Tim? Definitely running, I'm sure of it. You know how you can vote above the line or below the line. Tim is actually running below, below the line. You actually have to take a bit of sticky tape and a bit of paper and stick it on the ballot down the bottom.
1: Right down the bottom. On a post-it note. Yeah, bring your own piece of paper and put it on a post-it note. It won't just be formal, it'll be so totally formal because people can see you've gone right out of your way. Yeah, it'll be so formal it would be informal. I don't want your vote so much as wanting your soul. When you tick the box marked Tim Ferguson to also be saying, I hereby pledge everything I am to whatever he's saying, which is what people do with Donald Trump. I agree with whatever he's saying. It's time for a bit of a food break here because my lentil burger
0: has arrived and Tim has to now needle me for 15 minutes about having a lentil burger, but all he's got is a tomato on a plate, just a whole tomato.
1: Lentil burger, lentil burger. (laughs) Hello, Maynard.
0: I want to go to the potty. You're listening to Bunga Bunga 27, Bunga Bunga, the nation's most collectible podcast. That's right, collect them all. So, what sort of Pokemon
1: are you, or you're just a general Pokemon? We'd all like to be Pikachu. I know that there's a Pikachu inside of me. Either that or I've eaten something. There's the new one, Bungachu. Oh, yeah, Bungachu, Bungachu. He's small, he's yellow, but he's not covered in feathers. Let's open
0: the crank mail. Crank mail, crank mail, crank mail. Hang on a minute. I'm sure I could detect some kind of animal urinating in that.
1: Yes, that uh, you'd be surprised what that is. I oh, know I would be. It is a recording of what they call Marmaduke the dog from the cartoons. They actually base it upon a real dog. Wow. And at one stage, wow. they made that recording of Marmaduke taking a slash. Let's see that again.
0: That's amazing. Only on last show did we have Fred Bassett eating a a crepe, I think. Eating a crepe. Or taking a crepe. I don't know what it was.
1: Either way, it's going to make the same noise. (coughs) The only response to the sound we just played, let's hear it again. (coughs) Oh, Marmaduke. Did you ever
0: find much humour in the older cartoon style of, say, Andy Cap, who was had, shall we say, a, a rather liberal view of domestic violence and drinking?
1: I used to read that religiously, not even knowing why it was funny. You're a teenager and you read the funny pages just because they're you know funny. I never got any of the jokes. Hey God, the horrible, I always thought made some good sense. He was a conservative, but a forward thinker. Did you like Peanuts?
0: I was always a huge Snoopy fan. I loved the alternate timeline that Snoopy has. He's got the Van Gogh down in his basement. I remember when it was flooded once, he had to get the Van Gogh out of there and there
1: was all this stuff inside there that you just didn't know. It was like a TARDIS. Brilliant stuff. I read a book called The Zen of the Peanuts, where some hippie was trying to torture the Peanuts into some sort of universal... Charles Schulz was quite, quite a religious guy, wasn't he? I, I imagine he was. You know, he's American. But the book didn't really sell. But you've got to love the Peanuts and Snoopy, of course. He's the Pikachu in all of us. The Bungachu. I'll open the crank mail here With
0: something came in through. But of course, you can get Tim on Twitter on... At Real Tim Ferguson. And I'm Maynard.com.au with the dots taken out. So it's Maynard.com out. Frank Mail. Sir Daryl Adams, who is a Patreon supporter of us, and we thank you for the 50 cents you throw away occasionally there, uh, Sir Daryl. We were asking you about political advice for your campaign, and he said, Tim Ferguson, my advice to your campaign, uh, let people know you're running at least more than the 137
1: that voted for you last time come on, it was more than 137. I think we hit the 140s. It was worth the absolute fortunate costs to run in an election. I actually think running an election should be free because poor people are excluded from running for the Senate, the House of Representatives, and surely we need poor people in there, A, so they can get a good pension when they're done, B, so they can have their snouts in the same trough But C, because don't we need all voices in the Parliament? Very good point made, Tim, and probably one of the reasons why you're not in there. Because I would stand up and say things like that.
0: Although you would get the maiden speech in which no one's allowed to boo you. except for that kid. Imagine that. Imagine your first line in your maiden speech and that kid comes in.
1: But think, well, we've gotten rid of that
0: kid. (coughs) No! He even turned up last episode without prompting.
1: He just keeps (coughs) flaking.
0: I really hated that time when Amelia Earhart landed and was trying to give a speech and he booed her as well. That
1: was terrible. That
2: with which I am most concerned is, of course, air transportation.
1: (coughs) Our idea of getting Tanya Plibersek on the show, he's been booing that from the very beginning.
0: (coughs) I think he's he's with the hard right, I think.
1: I love the way they call themselves the hard right, when really they're just the floppy people. Alt-right. Alternative right. Oh, that's just conservatives with sideburns. Really, I mean, the hard right, if they were hard, they would just use the army. Why would they need a radio station? Why would they need Alan Jones? Why would they need stern opinion columns in The Australian? They just take the fucking army and smash us all to pieces. Are you hard or are you pieces of fluff?
0: So you think they should be paying more attention to the South American
1: model? Yeah, it works every time. You don't hear any complaints about the South American novel. Oh, I said the South (laughs) American novel. But that's true, you don't hear any complaints about them. Although I did hear a lot of complaints about
0: Blame It on Rio. It's an uninhibited comedy about unexpected love. Starring Michael Caine and introducing the brightest new star of 1984, the
1: exciting Michelle Johnson. That time change in the middle of the song, I think just makes it a bit hard. Now you've thrown us into Duran Duran land. Hello, my name's Simon. I'm from a
0: group called (laughs) Duran Duran. thinking about the movie. There was that Michael Caine hooks up with the younger girl, although no one complained about how Stella got a groove back, although she didn't hook up with the younger girl in that movie, I don't think.
1: Oh, yeah, when Isabella Lende writes about that stuff, it's all fine, the old man going out with the younger woman. But when Michael Caine does it, <laughs> it all falls apart.
0: Crank mail! This week, we are looking for tips to
1: help Tim win the election that he's running for. Jessica Gomesol says encourage your supporters to vote early vote often and has a link showing that that's what people do in Ireland they're discouraged from it but it's very hard to stop them vote early vote often it's a good idea also if it's Ireland vote drunk is the third one as well oh yeah <laughs> um, Matthew Spud Williams says he's got a new slogan for me which is oh look why not that's good because he's got four words so it might be a little complicating for people but ah oh, look why not? You'd get crowds chanting that. Maybe the best four-word slogan might be "You could do worse." Well, that's true. Um, Ali Cahill says sorry
0: to be boring. Well, that's just a general apology. <laughs> we had heard that about you. Certainly, no need to apologise for that.
1: That's right. She goes on oh. to she goes on to say sorry to be boring and not kill your fun campaign, but more funding to tapes. And she does have a very good point. Taking. Yeah. Funding away from TAFEs is like taking funding away from TAFE students. We have Tracy Corston, one of my favourite people, saying a new slogan It's Tim. Hey, that's good. You can Photoshop out the
0: Labour Party stuff and just take the E off it, and there's your slogan and your graphics. Save ourselves
1: (laughs) dozens of dollars. Maggie Dubois, that's her real name, said, I think stick with your previous political stance, which was, I'm a liar, I'm a cheater, I've had my absolute power corrupted absolutely, but at least I'm honest about it. Well, I know I was a young man when I said those words, and they remain deniably true. As a politician, if they bring up your past, you could go, oh, yeah, that was me. Crack, mail! Joel Walker says, what do we want, Tim. When do we want him? After the people have cast their votes, the votes have all been scrutinised, the preferences distributed, and the returning officer declares Tim victorious, pending challenge or recount. Leonie Lynch throws one in here, and I don't
0: know how this would help you with your election, but she wants to know, do you have any book recommendations? The
1: Library, the spy who came in from the cold, is a masterpiece in terms of story structure, character development, scaring the pants off you and making you cry.
0: Of course, I've always go with American Psycho, although you probably should skip the chapters
1: on uh, the long, boring bits about the bands. But then again, that sort of fits in with the tone of the book. In fact, I'd rather just read it for the stuff about the bands. Brett Easton Ellis 2 opening his brain and just letting the gush of filth come out. Now, if we all sat down and thought about it and someone offered us money, we could write down a list of horrible things to do to other people, put it in a satire frame where he has limited perspective on what's important and what's not. So he thinks... Do so think he was maybe trying to paint an ironic overview of the 80s culture? Fuck no. He started with being psycho and then he thought, oh no, I'll have them be terrified of the trivia of business cards. Maybe there was a bit of a tickle of the balls of the 80s culture, but really every culture has had its lasciviousness, its avaricious waves of culture. I was unimpressed by American Psycho, Mainly because it wasn't funny. For a satire, it's always supposed to be funny. What about the book written by
0: the eight-year-old, How to Talk to Girls? I've got that on my bookcase there, and I, every, every once in a while I just get it down. Sage, solid advice. Is it written by a girl? No, it's written by an eight-year-old kid. What does he recommend, Maynard? Be careful of girls who have flashy earrings because they may turn out to be false people. Fair enough, mm. that's true. I think he means personality false, not that they're actually some sort of Dalek inside a person or anything like that. He wasn't getting that complicated.
1: That is actually great advice this book and what's it called one more time how to talk to girls how to talk to girls would have been a bestseller for my campaign joe alabaster God bless her and all who sail in her. Oh, she's been doing a lot of gardening in the Blue Mountains. Watch out for those black belly snakes. Sexy uniform. Wear a sexy uniform with shiny boots, Tim. Wave a riding crop about and command people to vote for you.
0: I think you've kind of done that. I want to be a Mexican Hitler in Das Kapital was closest you've come to that, I think.
1: That was me dressed as Peron, but nonetheless being quite strident in demanding people's votes. A very special song. If you haven't heard Mexican Hitler, Doug Anthony All-Stars' Mexican. Mexican Hitler. South America,
2: here I come, I want to be a Mexican Hitler, Viva la Fura, Viva la Fura. Mussolini in a white sombrero, Viva la Fura.
1: It needs no further explanation. We just weren't like the other comedy groups. who weren't better. We just weren't like the other ones.
0: I'd like to give a bit of a shout-out at this point in the show to my mate Sir Gavin in Melbourne. Oddly enough, he always seems to have a health challenge within a day or two after I ring him up, so I've sort of stopped ringing him up to wish him well because that only seems to make things worse.
1: Maybe he's trying to tell you something, (laughs) Maynard. I mean, he gets a call from you and he goes, how can I stop this? I know. I will have a turn or something. So whatever it is, though, get over it, son. Good on you. Anything we can do to help our comrades, we will do up to a point. And Rob Darby too, who wrote the song about your
0: wife in last year's uh, Bunga Bunga show, if you go back. He's got a bit of a a hole in the lung. Apparently it makes it difficult to breathe when that is happening, Tim.
1: Well, there you go. Our listenership is dwindling, people, so... Get it together. We can't afford two less listeners. It's what makes us Australia's most collectible podcast. Bunga,
2: Bunga Bunga!
1: We have from Tiny Meow, I'd like to see a platform for less reality. TV and more chickens.
0: This isn't Kittler setting up a false account on Facebook, your cat, and getting into the show that way.
1: Well, it is Kittler's writing style. Tiny Meow also says, oh, and wind farms. Wind farms everywhere. Well, look, the wind farm commissioner might stop you there. The wind farm commissioner is being paid quarter of a million dollars to investigate whether wind farms make you sick. He's consulted all of the tarot readers in Byron Bay, and they're going to get back to him. Grant McCarran is Trump's popularity
0: evidence of alien mind control through chemtrails.
1: Yeah, mind control through chemtrails. You know, there are people who actually believe that's happening. They don't realise there are over, at this moment, over 100,000 Boeing planes in the air worldwide. That would take tens of millions of people to administrate. It's just strange none of them has ever come out and confessed. Even drunkenly, accidentally, while sleeping with someone beautiful Is said By the way, I spent most of my time putting chemicals in the engines to keep everybody numb. Here, put these on. Never happens. And yet the conspiracy is still alive. And why? Because
0: dickheads. That's why. You can get the crank mail onto us through the Bunga Bunga Facebook page. You can email us at maynardofmaynard.com.au or just roam about the city yelling
1: at the top of your lungs
0: and it'll get back to Tim at some stage. I hate
2: you! I hate you more!
1: There was a little bit of a war on uh, the Facebook page. Oh, yeah, what happened? Well, Shell Lancaster started it off by saying... make it I will campaign for you, what's your slogan? Which is just a question. Claire McConaughey. Then came in and said, broken but still pretty. I'd also like to have a shout out to,
0: uh, I often like listening to her podcast. She has a podcast called Tea with Alice. She's on her way to the Edinburgh Festival and playing in New Zealand. And she was uh, writing on, uh, she was musing on her podcast that... Things are just going really well for her in the the scene here of the comedy scene. She's really picking up some speed and she's a bit worried because now she's going overseas for a couple of months and she's worried about that whole thing cooling off and wondering if she's done the right thing. I would suggest that anybody taking their career to the international level, even just to try it out, it's going to really get those comedy muscles stretching and I wouldn't worry about coming back and no one booking you.
1: Alice should contact me on twitter at real tim ferguson follow me send me a message and we'll get talking all i can say is if you're worried about your career going cold the place where that happens is australia the place where it doesn't happen is anywhere else. So
0: go. When I went there, I went with 12 people in the Castanet Club. So we were our own support group and you at least had three. She might have somebody with her or something. But yes, I imagine, you yeah, uh, it'd be a lonely, expensive experience.
1: Sure, but look at it as a holiday. I will tell you how to sell out at the Edinburgh Festival. Doug Anthony All-Stars are going back. You might see her there. And will sell out, but it's only because of ruthless techniques, not because of any talent, skill, ability or uh, anything important to sell. There are ways to do festivals and there are ways to lose money. Yeah, Alice, call me. The most important thing to remember is if you're an Australian comedian, even if you're a bad one, you have something that no British comedian has, and that's an Australian accent. Does that cut both ways, But They won't have you on because you're an Australian sometimes? No, not at all. They love it because you're international, you're exotic. Who would have thought Australians could be exotic, but it's true. In the same way that we find Jamoan funny just from the way he talks, let alone the great stuff he says that is great written material.
0: I used to think it was, unless we forget, not, lest we forget. (laughs) It just didn't make any sense to me. Remember those who have fallen, unless we forget. (laughs) Pretty much how your memory works, really.
1: Well, Alice, just get in touch with me. I'll tell you how to do it, and you'll come back. You'll have bags full of English money, which you can dispense to the poor. Back to the crankmail battle that went on
0: about who could represent you and be your... uh, help you out with your campaign, Tim.
1: Claire McConnell said, ''Broken but still pity.'' Now, Ali Cowhill came in and said, "Claire McConnan, hate to arc up and start an online stouch. But that comment is incredibly offensive and disrespectful. So (laughs) all I can say is congratulations, Claire McConnan. Thanks, Al, for stepping in. But uh, there is nothing anybody can say about me having MS and having to get around in a wheelchair at times that will ever offend me. All people can point out is that, yes, I am broken but I'm still pretty.
0: I would think that uh, Ali's the first person to uh, defend us ever on our Facebook page, I think.
1: Uh, most people just, just lay in the boot and, and leave the boot in there and walk off. If you're listening, <laughs> Mr. You-Know-Who-You-Are, Darrell no <laughs> Adams, don't think that we're impervious to pain.
0: Uh, here's an interesting question on our Bunga Bunga Facebook page from Scott Burton of Adelaide. He asks, what makes an interesting
1: podcast? Well, we do maynard and and tim make really interesting podcasts if you want any other ingredients just refer to what i just said podcasts without maynard and tim are by their very nature less interesting oh,
0: they're shockingly dull i think you should subscribe you just put planet maynard into the search bar on your podcast app and you can get it through stitcher you can get it through TuneIn. Or you can get it through the iTunes Store. Just put Planet Maynard there, and there's over 130 podcasts. And I stand by everyone, whether it's me DJing in some dark club in the middle of the night, or whether it's me talking to Bella Donna about being a mother and balancing that against being an adult performer, or uh, any range of things. You've even got Tim on there uh, supporting the uh, career of David Croft when he passed away as well. That was probably the, one of the many times Tim has been able to use the word "pussy" on the podcast.
1: Pussy on the podcast. <laughs> Pussy on the
0: podcast one more time. That doesn't answer your question, Scott,
1: but what do you expect? It's crank It certainly is. (laughs) Jessica Hutchinson, who is, I think, my favourite person in Melbourne, guarantee another two public holidays in your campaign. Yeah. And she says, like, you might be saying, why? She says, because public holidays very well argued jessica hutchinson this is why i like you christine blazer says don't look i don't know what that means that's got nothing to do with your bra stance in the last show is it bras yeah we should do away with them because they're only hurting your dignity Alyssa Gray says, Oh, my God, I just envisioned this country run by the Doug Anthony All-Stars. Well, hey, hey, back it up there, Alyssa. I didn't say I was running with Paul McDermott. I didn't say I was running with Paul Livingston or even Richard Feidler.
0: I think you seem to have gotten the words Tim Ferguson and sharing together in the same sentence and I've known Tim for a while, I've never heard those words in the same sentence.
1: I have carers I don't have (laughs) sharers.
0: I've just put myself up as Tim's tertiary carer which means I do care about him but in a very third party kind of way
1: That's right, a very third party. The main thing is that uh, I would be in charge Alyssa Gray, I would be in charge which would mean above all things more sex (laughs) for all Australians and that's all Australians.
0: How would that be done? Would that be done through a toe or a sort of rationing system? How would that be done? People who are having lots of sex now have to somehow share their oversupply with the people who haven't gotten
1: any. That's right. We have to even out who's getting the most. They've got to start putting it out. Of just, you know, helping out people that aren't getting any. Alyssa Gray also goes on to suggest the enigma as treasurer. Grin emoticon, LOL, grin emoticon, colon three emoticon, grin emoticon. Look, look, pack it up, lady. You've
0: been told, Alyssa. And also Tim's actually going to have a very strict one emoticon policy once he's in. Uh, I always wanted to be the cool English vampire in Buffy, but I'm not even Xander.
1: Shaz Harris says Tim 4pm, woohoo it just goes to show there would be a crushing amount of votes, crushing. Just take the post-it
0: note into the booth when you vote. I actually might be working on polling day. That's how the, how bad the money situation's got. I might be actually working as a polling booth person on the day. Dear
1: listener, Maynard only gets to make this podcast through your great contributions. So uh, if you go to patreon.com forward slash Maynard.
0: I mean, for goodness sakes, we have to record in a cafe. Things are that rough.
1: Things are that
0: tough. Oh, no, 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 it's a lovely cafe. I've oh, just got the owner of it. No, it's a lovely cafe. You know, it, it's no ABC
1: Studios and we're p- pretty glad about that, actually. So get onto Patreon, flip Maynard some cash so we can keep up this damn show. You might be thinking, well, why doesn't Tim Ferguson pay for it? I'm <laughs> in a wheelchair and I work in the arts. I spent 40 years working in the arts. You can shell something out from your absurd regular wage. Gotta say, we are at Madame Fru-Fru. Despite the <laughs> inference that Maynard made that we might be less than and happy with the surrounds, you'll find it at 381 Glee Point Road. They've got the old theatre seats there that look
0: like they might have come from the Valhalla down the road. People don't bug you here too much.
1: That wraps up the crank mail, Tim. It certainly does. Crank mail! I will put all of your policies into play. Have you got a dog? Have you got a cat? Have you got
0: a cat dog? Are you looking for something to get your cat dog, cat dog, dog, cat? Well, we've got the thing for you.
1: Why not spoil your cat with DNC Lifestyles? That's right, not just cats and dogs. Have you got a goldfish who's sick of the same old, same old, same old? Well, I'd get another fish because they're not supposed to get sick of the same old. Get your cat a goldfish. <laughs> That's true. Get into a DNC and c lifestyle, things they can play with, things they can sleep on, things they can gnaw on. My cat... Hitler swears by the little palace that I got for him from DNC
0: Lifestyles. And as soon as the book His Struggle is published and the rights come through, My Struggle as a Cat.
1: I think <laughs> it's called My Struggle with Pussy, and we've all been there.
0: That's DNC Lifestyles, and we thank them for their support of Bunga Bunga. Check out their website where you can see the cat peeking out of the glowing lime green UFO in your lounge room. Time for Tim Ferguson to call a sound effect
1: solo. A samurai making an omelette.
0: <laughs> there it is, Tim. And do you know how dangerous it is to get a microphone near someone swinging a sword like that?
1: Oh, very. And it's so eggy. I love how eggy that
0: got. Time to put Tim Ferguson in a pivotal moment of history and ask him... Okay, well, what would you done, smart ass? in Tim's historical hypothetical?
1: I'm not ready, I'm not ready. I mean, I was preparing before, I thought I was going to be ready, but now that it's happening, I'm actually nervous.
0: It's a different one today. Present day, right now, Heartland USA, you are Donald Trump. You are running for President of the United States. Who do you choose for your running mate? Who do you choose as a potential Vice President? President Trump.
1: I'm sure, like everybody else, I'd like to say Lady Gaga, if only because at least that would be a different fashion to have a look at and she would be a leader of world fashion with an army behind her. And I'd like to say Ted Cruz, but he is the second son of Satan. So I think the only person who should really run is Hillary. Hillary should be Donald's vice president because it would serve her right, people would just ask Hillary what to actually think. Hillary Clinton has just
0: pulled up in her tractor as well here, just as doing a personal appearance.
1: Yeah, hey, Hillary! (laughs) Woo! I love the pantsuit. And she can drive a tractor in heels. That's what I'd have. Donald Trump and Vice President Hillary Clinton. The world's confused enough as it is, you might as well put the cherries on top. Donald Trump as president will have us to war. I would say it would take him four months. Before I thought six weeks, but now I think it'll take four months for Donald Trump to start a war. We're just going to have to wait for Hillary Clinton
0: to drive off in her tractor as she's making a bit of noise there, revving it. I think she's looking for some sort of drag race with a bus. Move along, Clinton. It seems like, oh, hang on, she's, she's finally gotten the word there. She's just gone into the bottle shop, got herself a, a bottle of Sambuca, which she's drinking from openly as she drives off in her tractor. Go, Hillary! Go, Ellery. Bill still loves you. <laughs> Let's have Tim Ferguson's write a reply in answer to a question that
1: no one asked in the first place. Don't expect too much. Very simple. The election is not happening. There was a big hullabaloo that we we're going to have an election. It went for months, we're going to have an election. And then somebody, I think it was the Governor-General, said it's going to be the July the 2nd. I don't think that's going to happen. I would stay home on July the 2nd, as people do in America. Let's see if the election is actually happening. It just doesn't sound like what Malcolm Turnbull would do. It's very decisive to call an election. Take it easy on July 2nd. Sit back, and if you have to, pay the $50 fine. But really, I wouldn't bother voting, unless you're voting for me, in which case, you'd be voting for a straight...
0: You've already paid the emotional fine by listening to Bunga Bunga 27. You've done the time, you don't have to pay the fine. Bunga Bunga 27 coming to you. I've got a Jerry Lewis t-shirt on and I'm wearing pants. You've been listening to Bunga Bunga. Bunga Bunga. Weiner.com.au AU hey,